I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Joe Stratton. And today we are getting into a topic that I find very fascinating and rather important for your overall transformative journey of emotional recovery and growth. You see, in this episode, we are going to be exploring the profound concept of coping and its pivotal role in navigating heartbreak or any other emotional distress. But before we dive into that, be sure to check out my free training on how to move on after heartbreak so that you can reclaim your life and finally find your happiness. And that can be found in the show notes below. So just be sure to check out the show notes and there you'll find and get access to the free 30-minute training on how to move on so that you can reclaim your life and finally find your happiness. This is a super important training, especially for all of those who are wondering, hey, how do I get to move on? How do I begin to move on? What are the first couple steps? What should I actually be focusing in on? Because that's the training that I would recommend everyone to watch and listen to so that you understand the three things that you should be getting to focus in on as you move on and advance forward in your life. And then you'll also receive the three things that oftentimes keep you the most stuck in your heartbreak pain and what keeps you suffering. It's uh, inevitable. It's a part of the heartbreak process is is your ability to feel the pain. So you're going to feel the pain regardless. And I'm going to teach you exactly how to move on from that pain so that you can reclaim your life and find your happiness. All found in that free training in the link in the bio. So be sure to check it out now on to today's episode. What is up, my dear friends? Today, we are discussing a very crucial topic of what it means to cope. Uh, For the longest time, I I, I like to simplify these things because we feel like we know what it means to cope, but we don't know exactly what it actually means to cope. Like We've heard the word before, but that doesn't mean that we actually apply this word to help us to be able to move on, to reclaim our life, to navigate difficult emotions and situations. So let's delve into this meaning of coping. You know, health, we'll talk about what it means to cope. We'll talk about healthy ways to cope. And we'll talk about the significance of coping for your overall emotional well-being today. Um, and then maybe in the next podcast, I'm thinking about helping you understand what you shouldn't do, uh, or in other words, unhealthy ways um, to cope. So there's healthy ways and there's unhealthy ways. And I think you've got to understand both sides of the spectrum in order to uh, really begin your coping, uh, to be able to deal and, and to navigate difficult emotions. So I want you to understand that coping uh, can be defined as the process of managing and adapting to stress, adversity, or challenging emotions. It involves the strategies, the thoughts, and the behaviors that we employ to deal with many difficult circumstances, situations, such as heartbreak, separation, divorce, and coping mechanisms are ultimately vital for maintaining just an emotional well-being, emotional balance, and overall just a little bit more um, sanity while we are going through particular 
difficult times, whether it be heartbreak or emotional distress of whatever it may be. So understanding the definition can really help you to understand what it means to cope. Like I said, we all know the word coping and we understand that, hey, we should begin to cope, um, which at the end of the day, let me super simplify this. Coping means dealing with um, rather than running away from. Coping is a matter of allowing yourself to deal with difficult emotions um, by utilizing strategies and thoughts and behaviors to overcome those difficult emotions and and difficult um, problems that we are currently facing in our own lives. And, you know, it's it's funny, although we know this word, not many people really implement the strategies that I believe that can significantly help them to navigate difficult emotions. And even if you are, it's a matter of if you come to me and you're like, well, I am implementing some of these strategies. I'm like, are you implementing them enough though? Like, are you doing them every single day? Like there's so many people that I know that go to the gym and I see them in there once a week, but they go hard for, you know, two hours or they, they exhaust themselves on their training equipment. And then once again, they think that that should be enough to get them to where they want to be, to be able to trim up, to be able to lose a little bit of weight, to be able to look a little bit more healthier in some way, shape or form. Like doing something once a week is not going to help you get there. It's, it's an everyday process an everyday choice. It's choices that's going to determine your future. And if you understand that your future is one where you are happier, where you are healthier, where you're more positive, where you're wealthier in your mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, then you've got to begin to implement strategies to help you get to that and not BS yourself to get to that. Because if you give yourself, if you do BS types of things, you're going to get BS results and that BS result is going to lead to a BS future. Okay. So like BS meaning bullshit, right? Ultimately though, let's begin by talking about how coping is super crucial for your overall emotional well-being. And I want to talk about some of the reasons why this is to be true. Well, the four reasons why I think that coping is crucial for your overall emotional well-being and why I believe you should implement it into your own life is really because, number one, it, it helps you to have emotional regulation. You see, like, coping helps us manage our emotions so effectively, By employing healthy coping strategies, which we'll talk about here in a minute, we can learn how to regulate intense emotions and prevent them from overwhelming us and making the wrong moves, saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing to harm ourselves or others in a situation. So this is one of the main reasons why I like to understand and study different ways in which we can cope with our overall emotional stress or recklessness or whatever we may be experiencing is because it's going to help us to regulate that and be more effective when we're experiencing those emotions, which you understand that the more effective we feel in that moment of emotional intensity, the better off we're going to be and the more uh, right we're going to make during that situation. And number two is it's, it's stress reduction. You know, coping mechanisms can help us to reduce stress and anxiety associated with heartbreak or any other challenging life events that we experience on a on a life basis, right? They provide us with a sense of control and stability, allowing us to be able to navigate difficult emotions more effectively. Like if you had less stress and less anxiety in your life uh, when you deal with uncomfortable situations, do you think you would show up more powerfully and be able to handle and to progress and to move forward into the place that you really want to move forward toward? Like a lot of the reasons why we are experience so much stress and anxiety is because we don't know how to express it. We don't know how to release it. We don't know how to deal with it. So that's what coping is all about. Remember, it's dealing with something rather than running away from something. In doing so, how we deal with it is really important. So once again, I said that there are unhealthy ways and there are healthy ways. Well, we're talking about the healthy ways today. 
so that you can implement some of these strategies in your own life so that you can begin to experience, you know, more emotional uh, control during those difficult times. And I think the third thing that you experience when you adopt coping mechanisms into your own life is healing and growth. This one was huge for me. Coping allows us to heal from emotional wounds and facilitates personal growth. By engaging in healthy coping strategies, we can gain insights, we can develop resilience, and we can rebuild our lives after a heartbreak. It was through this healing and growth that has really helped me to be able to overcome my heartbreak. It was through the healing process and the growing process. It was allowing myself to see this breakup as a breakthrough, as this breakdown as a blessing. You see, it was every single time I felt something or I experienced something or I didn't like something, I found myself looking up online the problem and then what solution, what book could I read to find the solution? What podcast could I listen to to understand the problem, to understand what solution can resolve the problem? I spent countless hours studying, researching, analyzing, developing, and and studying other people and questioning other people, what they did, what helped them. Then I once again started to go to different conferences and seminars and take more trainings and help me to get certified. And I did so many different things to help me to grow personally and professionally in this specific space to help me to be able to move through this emotional problem that I was experiencing. So don't overlook your personal growth and your overall healing and and your growth because coping really can allow you to heal from this emotional wound and facilitate some great personal growth within yourself. So if you're looking to grow yourself, every time I go through a breakdown, you know, or a loss of a loved one or experience some bad news, I allow my resilience and training and and lessons that I've learned to kick in. I utilize them. What did I, what can I remember from what I've learned about this specific scenario? And I take that knowledge, skill set, and ability, ability and apply it into my life and, and really use it as anchors to help push me through that specific moment in time in my life. And the last thing that I really want to touch on in regards to coping um, and how crucial it can be for our emotional well-being. Um, the last reason is really it helps us to prevent long-term consequences. I think this one's huge. In other words, it helps us to make sure that we we don't bleed on a person that never cut us. Oftentimes, unresolved heartbreak or emotional distress can lead to a long-term negative consequences. So many different negative consequences such as depression, anxiety, or difficulties in future relationships. Coping helps us to mitigate those risks and promotes a lot long-term emotional well-being. So like understand that this whole preventing long-term consequences, the reason why I tell you that you have to heal this today, because if you don't heal this today, your tomorrow is going to be freaked. It's going to be messed up. It's going to be screwed. You're going to, I mean, we, we go into relationships hurt thinking that the next relationship is going to help us with the hurt. Like a lot of us get into relationships just so that we don't experience the hurt, not because we actually need to be in a relationship or we want to be in a relationship with them, but we're in a relationship with them because we say like, I feel like this is going to help me to be able to cope. This will help me to be able to move on. This will be able to help me to uh, recenter, focus my mind on something more positive and uplifting, encouraging and insightful, which, you know, relationships are a beautiful blessing. And we know that they bring deep meaning and purpose into our lives, but that shouldn't be why you go into a relationship. You should go into a relationship ready to love, get love and receive love fully, wholly and truly without question of their love, right? And if you continue to hold on to the pain, hold on to the past, and not allow yourself to really work through the hurt, then you're going to bleed on the person that never hurt you, that never cut you. And if you need help moving through that pain, discovering a renewed self, 
helping you to move on, reclaim your life, and finally find your happiness after heartbreak, be sure to check out the show notes below because I just released a brand new course called Happiness After Heartbreak. And it is my 12-week course and coaching program designed to help you to do that one thing, move on. And you're going to learn how to move on by understanding techniques and strategies to let go to then rebuild a better relationship with yourself and ultimately focus forward toward a hope-filled future, a vision that excites you, brings you purpose, passion, and a mission, a cause greater than your pain. And so with all of that being said, those are the four crucial reasons why we should allow ourselves to develop some coping mechanisms. Remember, emotional regulation, number one. Two, it reduces stress. Three, it helps us to heal and grow. And number four, it prevents long-term consequences. Now, I want to dive into some healthy ways in which you can begin to cope with heartbreak. Some of these ways are common sense, meaning that you know of them, but that doesn't mean they're common practice and therefore you're not actually doing them enough or you're not doing them um, at all. So whether you know of them, the question really becomes, are you doing them? And then the question becomes, are you actually doing them enough? So think about these five as I uh, roll them out to you one by one. So the first thing that you have to understand for a healthy way to cope with a heartbreak or an emotional distress time is you've got to acknowledge and express your emotions. And this really means what isn't acknowledged cannot be accepted and what is not accepted cannot be actually healed. So ultimately, you have to acknowledge and learn how to express your emotions that are trapped inside. This is vital. I used to run away from my pain and not, and I thought part of the running away was not allowing myself to express it. Like if I didn't speak about it, I would be able to move on from it. But ultimately this wasn't the case. The case was that as I continue to suppress it, anything suppressed is depressed and I became exactly what I just said, depressed. Anything suppressed is depressed. So we can't keep repressing and suppressing these emotions because at the end of the day, we're going to feel more depression in our lives. So you have to acknowledge what it is that you're feeling and you're experiencing and understanding why you're experiencing and feeling it and validating or not validating it. Um, And then you've got to learn how to express your emotions. So you really just got to spend some time to allow yourself to feel and process your emotions. Or in another way that I always put this is you've got to feel it in order to heal it. You can't distract yourself from it. You can't run away from it. You can't, you know, just ignore it. You have to face it. You have to respect it, love it, enjoy it. Just be there with it. The reason why I keep showing up is because it's asking you for your time, your attention, your appreciation, your love, your validation, your acceptance, your acknowledgement of it. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm here. I need I need help. I need heard. I need listened to. Allow that motion to be felt and acknowledged, okay? And then Once you feel it and acknowledge it, learn to talk to someone, open up your heart a little bit, allow yourself to cry a little bit, allow yourself to be vulnerable with people that you know that love you, right? Allow yourself some time and space to, you know, surround yourself by a supportive and non-judgmental, you know, environment that can allow you to express yourself. So really a great way is to just to cope is to really acknowledge what has happened. And as soon as you acknowledge it, you can start to be accepted and what can be accepted can be healed and what can be healed can we can continue to grow from. And number two, the you know second uh, piece of advice. Now, it's a little bit more general because I don't really always like talking about this topic because it's a lot of, um, I mean, everyone talks about this topic and, and why I think it's, it's a powerful topic to talk about. However, uh, you've got to find what works for you because everybody's practice is a little bit different. And number two is practicing self-care. Common sense isn't always common practice. You know to take care of yourself, but you don't exactly know what, how you should take care of yourself that in a meaningful way that actually equals out to a transformed life. 
So you've got to prioritize self-care activities that nurture your mindset, your heart set, your health set, and your soul set. That means you take care of your, your health, right? Your physical body. You take care of your mental um, thoughts. And then you take care of your emotional well-being. And you take care of your spiritual well-being. And when you learn different tactics that allow you to take care of both your, your four internal empires, mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, and you start to prioritize yourself um, and engage in activities that you just genuinely enjoy, you know, it can really significantly improve your confidence in your self-worth, self-image, and your respect that you hold toward yourself. You'll actually be, in that time, be able to build up yourself to be able to believe in yourself that, hey, I can get through this, and that's a beautiful place to be, and that all comes from practices of self-care that are, most importantly, meaningful to you. Not what's meaningful to me, but what's meaningful to you. And number three is always about seeking support here at the Happy Heart Academy. It's about building a community of people that are there to support one another. You've got to reach out to your support system for comfort and guidance. People can heal people. Hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people. So talk to other people who've experienced similar situations who have healed themselves and then surround yourself by those people because you're going to get great insight, great knowledge, great skill sets, great different coping mechanisms that you can implement in your own life that can help you to move yourself and move into a hope-filled future and move yourself forward. So That one's pretty simple and self-explanatory. Seek support. But remember, seek support from people that have experienced similar situations that can be helpful. Number four is all about focusing on personal growth. Ah, and this one's so important. We kind of already touched this in uh, the, the reasons why you should be practicing coping mechanisms, but focusing on personal growth. Use this period of heartbreak as an opportunity for self reflection and personal development. You've got to explore new interests, set new goals, learn new skill sets that can actually contribute to your personal growth and help you to regain a sense of purpose. What a beautiful ability that you can achieve happiness if you continue to focus on your personal growth. Personal development is what saved my life. It's actually what took me from depression to happiness, from my breakdown to creating a breakthrough. It's what helped me to find my purpose, helped me to find my identity, helped me to move on personal development saved my life. And that's why I'm using it now in the Happy Heart Academy and everything that I teach to implement it into your life so that you can understand how significant, powerful personal development is basically developing yourself to become the individual that you want to become by understanding who you want to become and getting an actionable game plan to help you to become it. I didn't just become a happy, married, successful individual just by guessing at it. I became that because I actually set the intention to work toward that every single day of my life. And I made sure that I partnered up with people that had what I wanted and they helped me get there along the way. It's a beautiful process and personal development can help you to significantly improve the quality of life you live if you learn to set up a personal development uh, calendar or schedule to be able to practice it, to study it, to learn it, to implement it every single day of your life. So don't overlook that. That's focusing on personal, personal development and personal growth. And last but not least is number five. And this one's super important. It's all about establishing healthy and happy routines into your life. Now, I know you've heard this before. Like I said, some of these are either new to you or some of you've heard of them before, but ultimately that doesn't mean that you're doing these things on a consistent enough basis. Remember, establishing happy and healthy routines can create structure in your daily life and can provide stability and a sense of normalcy. And uh, it'll help you to move through this challenging time. So you got to ensure that you maintain a healthy sleep schedule. That's super important. Sleep is everything. Health comes first. 
Your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health come first in your heartbreak period, in this downtime, in this moment of a breakdown, whatever you're struggling with, make sure your health comes first because if your health goes, everything goes with it. You can't build a business. You can't develop love. You can't nurture a positive mindset if you feel yourself down in the dump. So make sure you're prioritizing your sleep, your eating, you know, and engaging in regular physical movement of your body, your body's a beautiful tool that you can utilize and use to get you from point A to point B. But it can also stop you from getting to point A to point B. But it's up to you to nurture it, to, to nurture it into a loving, sustainable, you know, relationship with yourself so that you can actually move forward and step toward your goals. Listen, goals will fire you up, my friends. You got to get goal focused. You got to start thinking about the future and getting excited about it. What do you want to create? What do you want? What is your heart desire? What do you want your life to be about? Listen, all of this can happen if you establish healthy and happy routines into your life. These are the five big ideas and five ways that I believe that can really help you to cope with a heartbreak. Now, they're not super in depth. I get that. Like it's, it's all good. We got to start with baby steps and I've got to keep this general for the 11,000 people that listen to this. Listen, it's a, it's a beautiful process and I appreciate you being here, but you've got to start to ask yourself, am I actually acknowledging and expressing my emotions on a daily basis? Am I trying to acknowledge them and not change them? Acknowledgement is not changing the emotion. It's accepting the emotion and allowing it to be, just sit with it. Just allow yourself to sit with it and be with it and be okay sitting with it without changing anything. Just be like, I feel like poop. I feel like crap. This is not fun. You've identified it. You acknowledge it. But you know what? I respect. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm listening to you. I understand it. And the reason why I feel this way is because, and then you got to practice some self-care practices that can help you to actually feel happier, healthier, wealthier, positive, you know, more successful in your life and relationships in your, in your career, what, whatever your main focus is. And then seek some support, get some help, get some guidance. Don't be fearful to reach out to me, to anybody, like to anybody that you feel like you want to learn from, like just reach out. Don't stop yourself before you reach out to them, reach out to them. And number four is to focus on personal growth, making sure you're uh, your personal growth is scheduled into your daily life. So you're all, if you're not growing, always remember, if you're not growing, you're di- dying. So every single day, you've got to do something to grow in, in, in your mindset, your heart set, your health set, and soul set. Number five, establish some healthy and happy routines for yourself, my friends. Listen, because that's the secret to happiness is establishing he- happy and healthy routines that are practiced consistently enough to help you to move your life forward. My name is Tyler Stratton. Listen, if you like this podcast episode, you will love my happiness after heartbreak course. You can find my happiness after heartbreak course that just was released uh, about two weeks ago in the show notes below. Be sure to check that out. If you're looking to reclaim your life, find your happiness and move forward with some oomph in your foot again, oomph and confidence in your heart again, oomph and happiness in your mind again. Be sure to check out the happiness after heartbreak course where I walk you through the 12 week coaching program course creation for you specifically designed to help you to move forward to reclaim your life. And finally, find your happiness after heartbreak. Once again, you can find that link in the show notes below. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life 
can begin to change, and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness, and be the hope in the hopeless, and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast. 